Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you ever heard a rotisserie chicken being called a gentleman's handbag? No. Or is it a, a bachelor's handbag? No. <laughs> A bachelor's handbag. I can't remember where I saw it because bachelors, like single men, used to just buy rotisserie chickens and eat them. So maybe they're swinging their little bag. Welcome to Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther. I'm Emer McLeisett. And I'm Esther Mordenahy. This is a podcast for anyone who just loves a roast dinner, particularly one you didn't have to cook yourself. Every Sunday, right up until Christmas Day, we'll share our findings on roast and carberries, the length and breadth of Ireland. Brackets Dublin, big roast money hasn't landed yet. Obviously, we are hoping to go national and then international. But for the time being, our first carvery was sampled at Granger's slash Hanlon's <laughs> Corner. More on that later. Yeah. I suppose we should talk about why we're doing this podcast yes. we shared a love of roasts during the pandemic mm. talked about it on many mm-hmm. long walks many many long walks many many long we were just talking about that the other day we were when we first, when we had to take those first tentative 5k or whatever it was walks we were like we are the best walkers look there's space between us and I, I remember putting something on Instagram like it is possible to walk with two meters between you but anyway so that, that was the climate and we talked about roasts and we were mad for roasts and then we started to get into it like yeah let's let's have a little our own little roast club um, of two and we had printed we had little scorecards and we go off but then we got locked down again and we were like can we get them delivered but it wasn't the same it wasn't the same I didn't want a sweaty roast um, but we kind of wanted it to be this like forensic <laughs> examination of roasts around Dublin city and county yeah we are I think we're roast detectives. That's how I view myself. I'm like, well, I think we're both like Nicola, the Nicola talent of roast potatoes. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what we, that's the aim. It's basically true crime about it, roast potatoes. Exactly. Yeah, we want to kind of bring you joy. We want to bring you gravy recommendations. We want to hear about you. Yes. And your roast preferences. Is your mom's the best? Is your local the best? You know, all of the ways to contact us will be in the show notes and we'll give you we'll all the details. That, we'll don't. get to that. We're professionals. We don't worry about that. We chose the pubs and carveries and restaurants that we chose because we did put out a call out and we kind of picked the ones that got the most shout outs yeah. in the DMs. It's not scientific. It's not. Some of them were geography and are they open today and you know how far are we willing to drive? We'll be, we'll be How hungry are we? Etc. Well I'm actually not really how hungry are we? It was never we were always hungry and we will always be hungry going forward. <laughs> anyway so Emer um, let's just get a handle on your attitude to roast what would be on your dreamiest roast dinner plate okay growing up we had a roast every Sunday mm-hmm. it was either a chicken a lump of beef maybe a bit of lamb they were the three main ones maybe a, maybe a, a lump of, of ham as well my mother God bless I was going to say God rest her soul she's still with us very much with us not enough restaurants to describe she, their offerings as lumps lumps of ham <laughs> lumps of she's still with us overcooking meat within an inch of its life mm-hmm. yes yeah, so the meat was always overcooked but it was always still delicious there was a ro- there was mashed potato there was roast potatoes there was usually mushy peas and there was gravy and there was stuffing and there was a lump of meat so that's the basis of my love of roasts but yeah. then I mean I am 
I'm a fan of a Yorkshire pudding and the Yorkshires, they're a controversial topic, I suppose, but... Yeah, they're like Japanese knotweed. They're not native to our shores, but we welcome and embrace them because they're delicious. And why don't we make them more often? Because they're just, ba- it's just pancake batter, isn't it? I know, but I feel like there's a lot of faff. There's a lot of fat and spitting fat. Spitting fat, yeah. So we never had them at home growing up. But I would take it, I would, if offered a Yorkshire pudding, I would definitely take it. Yeah. Um, A, a crispy roast with a fluffy inside. Yeah. Obviously. And just a lovely gravy. I'm not a big fan of gravies that are very pale in colour. And I know some of them are, naturally. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is not a diss, we love and support you, Sophie, went to your book launch during the week. She put gave sent us a picture of a roast she made and her chicken, was, her, her gravy was a paler colour. Maybe that's a chicken gravy though. A chicken gravy. And I think if you don't add any like based on gravy granules. <laughs> See, Sophie's too good to cook. But the ones the, the ones you get in a carvery are like deep brown. They know what the people want. They're mahogany brown. Sophie's a proper chef. Not saying the other people. They're not. Oh, geez, we're getting. Chefs. We're going. Um, we're digging ourselves holes left, yeah. right, and center. And what about you? What's your roast yeah. past, present, and future? Um, I see myself eating roast well into the future. I'm excited about that. No, yeah. So mum make a roast every Sunday. Yeah, delicious. Standard. Took for granted. What a delicious confection. She mum always made excellent roast potatoes. Because actually, my brother went down to his girlfriend's at Christmas last, and he was like, ah. Oh, this is nice. Um, I had COVID. I ruined Christmas for everybody. So everyone had to scatter like, remember. like cabbage on a plate. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> he was like, and where, who, how do I carry out the big vat of roast potatoes? Where are they? And they were like, no, we haven't made any. On Christmas Day. He tipped the table over, kicked all the windows in and was like, get me a peeler, stat. On Christmas Day. I must say my mother's roast potatoes, they weren't the greatest she'll ne- she doesn't know what a podcast is she'll never listen to this um, they weren't the greatest and I think I can probably trace that back to the fact that my mother's from Fermanagh and is extremely frugal and to make a very good roast potato you need to heat not a lot of oil but it was a lot of oil to a woman who was born in the 1940s in Fermanagh mm-hmm. so she was skimping on the oil and therefore the potatoes never quite got crispy enough but they were still delicious they yeah. were still hers there was a bit of give in them yeah a bit of give in them yeah because actually that is the tip of roast potatoes you got to heat the oil first and then F them in yeah uh, anyway so our, our mission with this podcast every week is to protect and serve you roasts and um, that's, that's what we're going to do what, that's what we're going to do yeah any any other business before we get going into any, Rangers any other business how was your week week was good um, there was Thunder Nightling the other day which I missed because we were at our friend Sophie White's uh, book launch for her latest book Where I End Out Now out now it's go get incredible. it incredible I've read it I don't think there's any roasts in it but it doesn't matter no no roast references but look you know can't have it all um, but uh, it's perfect this time of year because it's spooky horror beautiful thing um, anyway but so we are Sophie's book launch but like there was a whole Thunder and Lightning show we went for a few bevs afterwards behind us and I missed it all I'm raging do you know why it is it's because we ate approximately and this is not an exaggeration 15 packets of bacon fries yeah. you said that at one point the man had to go downstairs when I went up to get my round of bacon fries they had to go downstairs to get another sleeve yeah we it, ate them out of bacon <laughs> fries and they're fucking delicious they were delicious but yeah we missed the thunder the and lightning show. yeah it was like there was like George Clooney doing a dance behind us and we were all just like we were like we're drinking cheap white wine and eating bacon fries why would we not we outside had the, we had the greatest time we are actually have an exciting weekend at as people are listening to this, we yes. are going to be at one of the premier events of the year, Louise McSherry's 40th birthday party. Yes. Happy birthday, Louise. Happy birthday, Louise. I had a roast of sorts that wasn't a carvery this week. Okay. I went into Super Value. Not yes. one of my top three supermarkets. Okay. Just going to put that out there. What are, what are your top three supermarkets? Well, you know, I have a soft spot for Lidl. Half the yeah. runners, half the socks. I do love Lidl. I wouldn't have been a Dunzer growing up, but I am. I do mind the odd, like a little t- top up the shop in Duns. And then I would have to say, that's it. 
I would say Tesco number one, little number two, Aldi number three. Super value. We were a super queen family growing up, which kind of goes against what I said about my mother being extremely frugal and from Fermanagh. But it was really the only supermarket that was near us. And it was in Nace, Mm -hmm. which couldn't be less glamorous. So super queen no longer with us. Super value. Do you know what it is? They're always higgledy piggledy. Emer, that's exactly what it is. Super value. I love super value and grade sport everybody. But it's like they're like, I'll just f*** all out in the there's floor. too much stuff. There's too much stuff. And weird stuff that you'd never see in another shop. I mean, I think it's great. There's a there's a super value in your area. And it's great because you do get the odd little weirdy bits like seaweed, crisps and this kind of stuff, random stuff. But there's just so much the one, stock. The they don't image. Know. Yes. Yeah, I know it. The one in Kimmage is good. Like there's so much stock on the floor. Yeah. And it's not merched. Merch it up. Let's see it. Let's let's put a bit of horse, a bit of straw down, a few little baguettes on just display items. But we digress. I'm going to call myself a hypocrite and say I was in Super Valley the other day. Yes. There's some things you just can't get in Little, for instance. I got half rotisserie chicken. The problem with rotisserie chickens is they go slimy. They go slimy around the bottom. They're sitting in their own juice for too long and they go slimy. The breast of the chicken was lovely. Did you make, did you get what I would, that classic uh, rotisserie chicken meal would be Cuisine de France baguette, a load of butter, chicken. Have you ever heard a rotisserie chicken being called a gentleman's handbag? No. Or is it a, a bachelor's handbag? No. <laughs> a bachelor's handbag? I can't remember where I saw it because bachelors, like single men, used to just buy rotisserie chickens and eat them. So maybe they're swinging their little bag. <laughs> I'm trying to see. I have a. I have um, on my notes app. I have a little section called roast news. Roast news. So yeah. got half a rotis chicken. Tick. Tick. Fern Brady on Taskmaster correctly said that Greg Davies looks like he just eats roasts, which I thought was extremely apt. I was like, whoa. Greg Davies is my dream man. If he's listening, get Who in touch. Loves him as well. Doesn't just me. Well. Okay. He's yours. <laughs> okay. He's yours. Um, I have roast news as well. There's the Sunday roast burrito in Cork. <gasps> We saw is this the roast burrito that it's, that was English that was, lo- but like that was it, England all, first thing you do when you mention a roast people go have you heard about the burrito in, in London so it's in Cork now yes it says this is in a love in Dublin give a shout out to the writer Katie Thornton well done Katie it takes true ambition to combine two iconic dishes such as the burrito and the Sunday roast not everyone could achieve it but Massey Town Rotisserie Deli dare to dream and thank goodness they did so last lovely week lovely copy or was it last month uh, they uh, debuted a Yorkshire pudding style bowl where meat, potatoes, veg and gravy call home to be wrapped up burrito style for all your eating needs and there's a video of Massey Town following them on Instagram um, making their little burrito and this and every Sunday apparently so maybe season two of Emer Nestor's Sunday Rose with Emer maybe Nestor. season two it's in Cork on Paul Street 7am to 7pm Sunday to Wednesday 7am to 9pm Thursday uh, to Saturday so yeah Okay, so where was our first roast? Our first Mm -hmm. roast was, I think what many people will know as Hanlon's Corner Pub. Mm -hmm. It's where kind of Prussia Street and the Old Cabra Road intersects with North Circular Road. Um, The pub is actually called Granger's, but it is on Hanlon's Corner there. Um, We are going to be, by the way, we are going to be rating our roasts out of a number of different categories. And we did bring scorecards to the pub. Yeah. (laughs) They have, like, we're going to be rating, of course, the meal, the roast. We're going to be rating the host, Uh which is the pub. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be rating what I've called the Holy Ghost because it just sounds nice to the ear. But that's the overall experience. Yeah. The Holy Ghost. Okay. Okay. So that delicious Sunday, we went to Granger's. Emer, we're about to leave the car right side a little on some road that you know that I don't know. Uh, Old Cabra Road. Old Cabra Road. We're in the Dublin 7 Little. We're in the Dublin 7 Little and I think I feel like abusing their car parking facilities. 
there is that if you're if you're stuck don't and you want for little, but if you want to sponsor the podcast. yeah yeah absolutely or on post there's an on post 24 7 locker here uh, situation here and i feel like donald mcintyre like an investigative reporter and i think we should just get this party started oh my god let's go let's go <laughs> we are sad absolutely let's go in and in we go open the door Oh yeah. Oh, I think this is fine. Yeah. We'll get shot here. Oh, should we get a table first and then we'll? So we walked into Granger's. Esther, what did you think? It was busy. People were they were banging out the roasts, dark wood, lit candles. There was a pandemic ice cream machine. A lot of people diversified into different things. Yeah, I they, I remember them diversifying a lot during the pandemic. They had a lot of outside seating. They had that's a busy corner. A lot of traffic fumes. Yeah. But people, it's very much a local pub. I used to live in that area and mm. it's a real locals pub. There's a housing estate across the road. You know, there's a lot of people living in that area. And I would just say it's very much like who we had over for the Sunday roast. Yeah, and people were. Yeah. And there was also, we went in looking for somewhere to sit. There was other places to sit, but we're kind of trying to find where's the optimum table. Walked too far into the bar, retreated back in. Yeah, we to ended the up lounge. in kind of the old man's bar yeah. section. And if we'd lingered for a second longer, one of them would have said something to us. Mm-hmm. Not in a scary way, but in a, no, girls, back away. Go back from where you came from. <laughs> Got back, turn around. <laughs> so anyway, we we secured our table, secured the bag, secured our table. Yeah. And uh, Emer went up for a steamer. You're, you went up to the carvery. I went up to the carvery. Mm, I ordered the turkey. I probably would have. So there was, it was your real typical carvery setup. So they had all their, they bad Marie's, is that what they call them? Yeah. Ban Marie's. Set up. Crucially, I did not see that they had the menu and the whole spiel on a big telly above the bar. Mm. So I was a little bit, and there was no queue when I went up. So I was, he was ready there with his two knives. You were ordering blind. I was ordering blind. He had his two knives. He was a big man and I kind of panicked and I was looking at the meat and there was a a big, I would say, boned and rolled turkey roast. There was a tiny little scrag end of beef mm-hmm. and then there was some ham. I didn't want the ham. I wouldn't usually go for the ham. I went for the turkey because I thought, well, the beef's nearly gone. It was late <laughs> enough in the day. Went for the beef or went for the turkey. You can't have it all. Didn't want to, uh, didn't want to overload my plate. Didn't want to, I'm, I can be a little bit uh, about stuff mixing on my plate. So I kept it pretty simple. I got... Uh, two roasty options mashed and roast mm-hmm. two roasty options I've just roasties on the brain two potato two spud options yeah. I was thrilled Esther what about you Emer came back sat down I went up my turn my turn me what about me uh, there was a lively takeaway roast queue happening so there was people before me They and I think if you're getting the takeaway roast it's great Good sized tinfoil box. You can take it away. Eat, yeah. your, eat at home. You were up there a while though. I was up there a while. I was, there was a bit of a queue. See, I was in the the handover of the new uh, joint. Yeah. And which is where you missed out. Yeah. You know, I came and I came at the right time. And that's what life is about. It's about timing. And the beef came out as you and were And the beef came there. out as I was standing there and I said, beef please. I mean, it's fairly regular now that Esther appears and the beef comes out. <laughs> hey! All right, girls! <laughs> I wish that was our catchphrase. <laughs> The beef came out and the gloves were off and I said, I'll have all the types of potato, please. And there were three types of potatoes. You get your garlic ro- garlic potatoes with some sort of cheesy confection on it, mashers, roasters, carrots, broccoli, 
cabbage, which I thought was unusual, but you accepted this as the norm. Yeah, I didn't get the cabbage, but I have seen cabbage. I got everything. I got the full plate. And unlike Emer, who did not look up and see the beauty in for for her, I saw the TV with the options. I said, I'll have the full plate, please. It was 17 euro. Tapped for my dinner. I said to the um, bar room, I was like, and I'll have... I'll have a, a glass of Coke. She said, you want a pint? I said, no, thank you. I said, just the bottle. And so she gave me that and a pint of water. Off I tootled. Emer had to come and assist with the... Um, you had a lot going on. You had the a full lot going plate. On. Full you had two drinks. Plate, two drinks and a heart full of delight. I mean, I'm, I'm loath to go straight to the gravy, mm-hmm. but it did look like... And I mean, we I took a picture, obviously, and mm-hmm. sent the picture to several friends yeah. because, I mean... You're a normal. It's a roast. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see a picture of a roast? Mm. And immediately back, it was like, that's a lot of gravy. I want to defend the gravy, okay. right? The plates were big. They weren't massive. The food was piled high, like quite high. Yeah. I, what I did notice was, I said, I'll have the turkey. He didn't go straight in with the turkey. He went to the, the sides first uh-huh. and he loaded the plate with the oh, spuds yeah. and the, the stuffing and everything. Then he came back and he put the turkey on top. Then he did the gravy. The gravy looked more than it was. So when you actually got into it, I found there wasn't really too much gravy on my plate. It was kind of the right amount. Mm, Okay. It was a slide of turkey. Personally, I would have had I known if I could go back, if I could do it all again, if I could go back, I'd say just a little bit of gravy and just put it, concentrate in one area. It was too much for me. And overall, I was very happy with the plate of food. It was delicious. And I really had, gave a good go. Now, that day, just the way life goes on, I had a, I went for brunch. Who goes for brunch anymore? But I had someone had arranged it. I was full. Esther revealed (laughs) this to me when I picked her up to go for the roast. And she said, well, I've been for brunch. And I was like, sorry, what? First of all, what? Is it 2009? And I was like, yeah, I know. But look, these things come up and you go for this. This is like, this, it felt to me a little bit like, now Esther, you know, I don't want to come at you too hard, mm-hmm. but it felt to me a little bit like, you know, you're you're getting married. It's your hen party day. Mm-hmm. Your best friend shows up and she goes, I'm hungover. I don't think I'm going to drink today. It's like the time I went to New York with my good friend and co-author, Sarah Breen. Went to, I was meeting her in New York. She was living in, in America at the time. And I had bought really a, a irresponsibly sized bottle of gin for us to share in our hotel room. And I got there and she said, I'm pregnant. Oh. You know, I felt like going back to JFK Airport and getting back on that Aer Lingus, whatever. Well, let's go, let's go, let's just go through the bits. Mm-hmm. The meat, how was your meat? How was the beef? Beef, stunning, delicious. Lovely. Gorgeous. Yeah, my turkey was also delicious, moist. People don't like turkey. They say, oh, why do we have to eat it on Christmas? I quite like turkey. I like the taste of it. Yeah. This was moist turkey. Yeah. This was moist turkey. Uh-huh. Boned and rolled. <laughs> I know my mother's a fan. Um, they had other options. They had, I think, a fish option. I think they also have an a la carte menu. Mm. I saw people looking at it and I've seen on their Instagram like a lamb shank and there was a couple of other kind of fancier options. Oh. So that is an option. There is more food than just the carvery. And as far as I know, they do it seven days a week. Not the carvery, I don't know, but they do food seven days a week. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, kind of tying with Star of the Show, but very important is the potato experience. I don't know if they were cooked from frozen, but I thought the roasties were good. I would have gone for one scoop. They had three scoops of mash. I would have gone for one on that. But everyone's got their own potato mm. preferences and I would have foregone the garlic confection. It was, I had too much food in my I plate. did not go for the garlic potatoes because it, there, there was quite a bit of sauce mm. with the garlic potatoes. And you are funny about your sauces. And I just, and the potatoes, they were kind of half baby potatoes, were they? It wasn't really a gratin no experience. they were like they were like new potatoes that had been cooked in, in cooked a garlic I did see them on someone else's plate and they did, it did look tasty but I just not for you. panicked I just said no I won't have those yeah my mash now I can't really speak to the mash because you know it kind of gets do you want to speak on the mash Emer? 
I'll speak a little bit on the mash, but you know, it kind of melded in with everything else. So I couldn't really talk about it on its own. I love a carvery mash. You know, I'm not even, this is kind of a perverse thing to say. I'm not against a bit of lumpy mash. Oh God. I think it harks yeah. back to my college days and getting like, you know, a college kind of, you know, like a college would have kind of a carvery setup. Mm. And in my experience in <clears throat> Trinity College Dublin, oh, didn't finish the degree. Oh, didn't fi- didn't oh, finish the degree. Okay. So I'm allowed to mention it yeah, because I didn't yeah, finish yeah, the degree. Yeah. Do a shot, everybody. Do a shot. <laughs> Um, the buttery there used to do a stunning, a stunning chicken Kiev uh, mashed potato and sweet corn. And the mash. The sweet corn! Yeah. That's the element you want. Yeah. That's yeah. the sweetness, the, the crunch, the bite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there was a little bit of lump to the mash. And I feel like I'm still chasing that high. Mm. My mother does a lovely mash. Emer, will you stop writing the books and you're just, all she wants, all she's looking for is that lumpy mash, Emer. Stop writing the books. <laughs> I don't think there were lumps in the Granger's mash. But the no, mash, there, weren't. I, there was not. The, the mash was fine. I had nothing to complain about. Yeah, I don't know if I got three scoops. I could have done. Did. I could have done with a bit more mash. <laughs> they loaded me up. They were like, "She's had brunch. Let's get that girl. We yeah. want to see. Want to get her to burst like a maybe they were, you're a tall girl. Maybe they uh, were like, she, you know, hollow she, legs. She has hollow legs. Hollow she legs. To... Going back to the cottage and dinners. We're talking about this recently. I have uh, between five and seven other friends. But one of my favorite cottage dinners was burger, mm. gravy, onions. Oh, and chips. No, mashed potato chips. Oh. And were you getting that from kind of a oh. Banmarie, Carvery it, They were setup. all loaded up on this, like, as far as I remember, it was like a, just kind of a stainless steel thing and they were all there, like little babies in a nursery yeah. hospital. And you were just like, that's my baby. Yeah. And you go back and eat it. And my first job was as a kitchen porter. Kitchen porter. Yeah, chopped, scraping the plates. I chopped so many onions that I became immune to the fumes. <laughs> That's but you, that can happen. <laughs> Hashtag immune to the fumes. Immune to the fumes. Um, we're age fifteen. Immune to onion fumes. Putting it on my wow. TV. It's hard to get that smell off your fingers. Um, veg options. You went for all the veg options. What <laughs> <laughs> for you? But I thought that's what. Yeah, I just didn't think you could pick a mix. But I saw there was cabbage, broccoli, and carrots. They were not overcooked. Delicious. They weren't overcooked, no. which is I think is really important. Yeah, it's really important. Especially broccoli and carrots. They can really lose their integrity. They really can. There's um, no need to boil the blimmin' daylight out. No, they were lovely. The be. carrots were in batons. I believe the shape of a carrot is very important. Uh-huh. I like all shapes of carrot. Oh, yeah. But then it, at home, you make yourself a disc. You want a special shape yeah. if you're going out. I, I might do a, a baton at home. Oh, yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah. We can tell you worked in catering in your youth. <laughs> She's <laughs> immune to the fumes. Yes, uh-huh. she is. Yes, uh-huh. she is. <laughs> yeah, I just got the uh, carrots and broccoli. Really enjoyed them. Could have had a bit more. Mm. Could have had a bit more. Mm. I would say between the portion I got was one of my five a day, not two. Okay. You know, could have had a bit more veg. The thing is, did you get stuffing? Yes, I did. What did you think? It was a little bit dry. Mm. It was, do you know, again, st- there, there is, stuffing is on a spectrum mm. and it goes from very dry, almost like crumb-like individual little pieces to my mother's sausage meat stuffing, which is mm. a cake of stuffing. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's delicious. Oh God, yeah. It's delicious. Uh, this was on <laughs> the drier end of the scale. Yeah. And... It was tasty. I'm, I've had plenty of dry stuffing in my life and enjoyed yeah. it. I believe stuffing is really important for taste. It's one of the few things I will make myself at home. Not a big, wow. not a big cook, cook. I've probably, I've probably roasted about four things in my life, four joints of meat. Um, but I do make a nice stuffing. Why we? I would never, yeah. never. I would never go for the stuffing. Yeah. I didn't particularly care for this. It was just, it was standard. So it was a stuffing, it was very standard in butter. Yeah. There was no onion, no bit of sage, no bit of rosemary. It was what it was. It hadn't been cooked inside anything. No, it was its own island. It could have done with a little bit, probably a little bit more butter or something. 
a moistener. A but moistener. I still enjoyed it. I was glad it was there on the plate. Any other extras? Stuffing is uh, stuffing is kind of an extra. You, they, I mean, you could. <laughs> I go, thought it was just standards, like because as you established, I got everything. Other extra that wasn't available here, and it's probably a little bit controversial. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> The Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> it's it, like it's a. I, I, I welcome it. I support them, but it is more of a British thing. It, I mean, never not at it. The Brits. <laughs> I've imposed the Yorkshire pudding on the Irish, as they've imposed so many things on the Irsh over the years. Eight hundred well, years. It must, into, be, it must be nine hundred years now at this point. It has to be nine hundred years. It was eighteen months of the pandemic for a long time. Yeah, and it has to be about ninety nine hundred years. Yeah. Of the, yes. I enjoy a Yorkshire pudding. Our very first roast together. I think it was our very first. Roast, was the one in the Patriots Inn mm. in Kilmainham. They had a Yorkshire pudding. That was the size of, now let me think what was it the size of, not a book, a small book, a novella. <laughs> it had been cooked, I think, you know, those little enamel, little... Happened downstairs. Little trays yes. you can get for, for your oven. It was that size, a small enamel dish. A little boat. A little boat. It was divine. I would always say yes to a Yorkshire pud if it's on the go. It was not on the go in Granger's. Fine, it's fair enough. Not everyone makes them. Not everyone agrees with them. Not everyone is politically aligned with the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> yes, correct. Again, in the heart of Dublin 7, they might not be welcome. I don't think so. Just just a stone's throw away from the Phoenix Park, which is something you could do after your roast if you wanted to amble up the road on the North Circular. I was I was taken in by the North Circular Road. I don't go on it that frequently. You I was were. like, wowee! Yeah, yeah. It's just like the South Circular Road, but it's on the North side. Yeah, gorge. What do you think about Marifat peas? Had them weekly growing up on a Sunday. My mother used to roast, uh, soak them overnight. Mm-hmm. with a little disc of mm-hmm. I think it was like bicarbonate of soda or something which seems very uh, we walked to school in our bare feet doesn't it my yeah. mother's soaking did you call over on. once here and I, get, I left yeah. you I was like no off you go and I gave you a packet I called of- over once here and I was like you know what I'm after buying another shop lamb chops <laughs> lamb chops she's in the money yeah and I said but I've no um, then we discussed what would be good with the lamb chops and you were like marifat peas and I said I don't have any I don't really want to go to the shop what did Esther produce from the cupboard tin of marifat peas which I don't think I've ever had them from a tin I don't think it, no 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 wouldn't, I know it wouldn't have been a tin it would have been a little green bag of them I would never buy the oh, tin oh yeah that sounds a bit yeah, right yeah but there were no soaks I, can't, okay. I, I don't I don't be I, I think don't, don't fucks with the soaking I think soaking ha, yeah, was done away with maybe when spaghetti bolognese came to Ireland in the maybe mm. mid 90s mm. we've gone really off piece here whoa, whoa. Um, okay so we've covered I think we've covered the meal let's go into some other areas what do you think um, um, so other other things that were important to us aside from the food obviously the food is the star of the show other things important to us are kind of the ambiance, the other patrons. Most importantly, eavesdropping and earwigging. Again, harking back to our first incredible roast in the Patriots in Kilmainham. There was a group there that day and people kept joining. Everyone who joined the group said, have you seen John? John never came. They, they couldn't get over the fact that John wasn't there. And then we were dying to see you. What was so magical about John? I don't know. The earwigging and eavesdropping. I couldn't hear anything because of my position. Also, there was horse racing going on and just the general noise. There was also, I think there was pipe music. Made a note of what I heard beside me just briefly. Someone said, uh, teeth knocked out next door. Couldn't get the deeds, but that was, I mean, it was good eavesdropping. Uh-huh. I enjoy. I, I wasn't earwigging. I wasn't like trying to listen, but this is just what sailed into my ear. Okay. Behind me, when you were up getting your car free, there was a woman behind me uh, with, I'm going to assume he was her husband. Yes. And they were talking about someone they know who got the car free, I believe also in Granger's, and was full and said, you know, I'm going to take that beef home, make a sandwich with it later. 
Fast forward 15 minutes later. Your one, I believe, has purposefully kept some beef back because she wants to recreate this experience. Yeah. And she says, oh, sorry, I'm going to take some of this home. Could you wrap it up for me? That's where it all went to hell. Okay. And this, I think you I were privy to some, you were privy to some of the explosion that happened later. The poor girl, the waitress came back out with a takeaway tub. The woman was disgusted. They are disgusting. She didn't tell her she was disgusted, yeah. but she was fuming that she was expected to wrap it up herself. She couldn't believe it. She said, no, no, no. You take this into the kitchen and you wrap it up. The girl came back and she was all nice, nice. Thanks very much. You're very good. You're very good. The girl went again. She was back. That fucking bitch. I can't believe she expected me to wrap up my own beef. <clears throat> it was very John and Mary. Yeah. Ah, how are you doing? You're wrapping up my beef, aren't you? You're very good. And then she was gone. She was like, I can't believe that witch expected me to wrap up my own beef. Parking wise, there was a little very nearby. There's a little nearby. Parking is free there. Not to encourage, you know, irresponsible yeah, parking. But I'm sure there's on-street parking as well. Not right outside. Not immediately, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd be hard pushed. Your best bet if you're driving would be that little. There is also a Tesco about a four minute walk away. There's also an on-post um, storage locker there as well. So if you, that would be the ultimate day. You could have ordered something, collect from the locker, do a small shop, reward yourself with the roast afterwards, go down to the Phoenix Park, have a walk, walk it off. Do you know what? In terms of supermarkets, there is, right beside Little, you're a few okay. minutes walk from a small Tesco. You are a short drive or a medium walk to a, a big Tesco, capital B, capital wow. T. Big Tesco Cabra. So, uh, Value for money? What do we think? It was 17 euro. Mine was, mine cost the same as yours, <laughs> which I was a little bit like, I mean, you got five more things than I did. It's kind of my own fault because I hadn't looked look up. up. I didn't look, look up. Look up! I didn't look up. I didn't see any instructions. No. I got up to the till and he said 17 <laughs> euro and I was like, well, I've no choice but to pay the 17 euro. I think as this series go on, we're going to be able to compare to prices more. Yeah. And yeah. But 17 euro to me... It was, it felt a little, I was expecting something more along the lines of 14, especially since I didn't get everything. That was my decision, not his. <sighs> it, it was fine. I was happy to pay it. Uh-huh. I was happy to pay it, but 17 was a lot, I felt. Yeah, yeah we so didn't get any dessert. We were stuffed. Did, we were absolutely, we were groaning on the way, the way out. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think we'll go now to, we, we gave our, our hot take just as we sat like little oh yeah stuffed. so we 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 decided to go for a post-roast reaction yeah our immediate reaction immediate because reaction. I mean it's been almost a week since we had this roast week. we could be misremembering so this was our immediate <laughs> post-roast reaction uh, okay so I feel quite bilious <laughs> I'm so <laughs> full so future Esther and Emer, let's see what you've got to say about it <laughs> So Esther, I suppose the big question is, would you go back? Yes, I would not go back. <laughs> How can I give a politician's answer? I would not go back. I would go back. I would go back. I would go back. Just so ultimate score, how many potatoes out of potatoes? How many rose pota- uh, potatoes out of potatoes? You see, it's hard because I don't want to set it too high because it is the start of the yeah. this. So is 6.9 too harsh? Well, I was going to give it a 7. So I feel... Okay, so we're going for like, yeah, 6.9, 6. 7. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to say 7. Okay. Well, we've come to the end of our very first Emer Sunday roast with Lemur Nestor. I feel quite emotional. Yeah. Um, if you have any roast recommendations, and we mean anywhere around the country, um, because even though we might, might not make it there between now and Christmas, we want to spread the word. Mm-hmm. You never know who might wake up, not necessarily even on a Sunday, and be like... <gasps> I need a Garvery. I need some roast potatoes and straight away. They're in Dungarvan or Donegal. We want them to be able to get to one. Yeah, we'll put some pipe music behind that email. That's um, rousing. So if you have any recommendations, you can get in touch with us on Instagram. We're at at Sunday Roast Potatoes on Instagram or you can email us on helloroastpotatoes at gmail.com. And if you have any song recommendations for Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast playlist, which we've put on Spotify, you can also get in touch at Sunday Roast Potatoes or helloroastpotatoes at gmail.com. The link to the playlist is in the show notes. So we've got a bit of Enya on there. What 
did you put on? I put on some Phil Collins. <laughs> I put on some ABBA. I put on some Vampire Weekend. Get the whole family and your friends in the back of your truck. Pump out the playlist and go for a carvery lunch because life is short. We're all going to die someday so just stuff your face with potatoes. I would yeah. say the playlist is inspired by kind of music we've heard on our carvery travels. Yes. And then just stuff that seems apt. Uh, if you have any strong feelings about roasts, was your mom or dad's the best? Do Yorkshire puddings have any place on an Irish plate? 800 years. Yeah. Which card shape is the optimum? Get in touch at Sunday Roast Potatoes on Instagram or hello roast potatoes at gmail.com. And finally, please leave us a love your view on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we are bankrupting ourselves <laughs> with roast dinners. It's beyond the beyond. Nobody's so, paying for them except ourselves. <laughs> except ourselves. Big roast hasn't gotten to us yet, but they will. So anyway, you can follow me at Esther Two Names as well if you so wish to. And I'm at Emer the Screamer, kind of everywhere, I suppose. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. But for now, bye. bye. spontaneous roast theme sign <laughs> off each week it's all gravy what did I say boat baby maybe I still don't throw roast potatoes at your neighbour gonna get the nation roused up don't throw roast potatoes at your neighbours <laughs> that old classic great yeah cool perfect ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.